Hi, this is Shubhang from NewsLaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Monday, the 30th of October. The Supreme Court today dismissed former Delhi Deputy CM Manish Sasodia's bail plea in the Delhi excise policy scam. A bench headed by Justice Sanjeev Khanna said the prosecution had assured that the trial in the case would be over within six to eight months. The Supreme Court directed that if the trial proceeded sloppily, Sisodia, represented by senior advocate A.M. Singhvi, was at liberty to file a bail application. In an earlier hearing, the court orally observed that the Enforcement Directorate had to establish an unbroken chain of evidence linking Sisodia with the liquor lobby. The court said, and I quote, You have to establish a chain. The money has to flow from the liquor lobby to the person. We know it is difficult to establish the chain as everything is done undercover. But that is where your competence lies. Unquote. Justice Khanna had noted that a policy may be changed to generate money following pressure from a particular lobby, but provisions of the Prevention of Money Laundering Act, or PMLA, would be attracted only after the proceeds of a crime, in this case bribery, were given or paid. Sisodia was arrested on the 26th of February for alleged corruption in the formulation and implementation of the now-scrapped Delhi Excise Policy following several rounds of questioning. The Supreme Court has directed Maharashtra Assembly Speaker Rahul Narvekar to decide on the disqualification petitions filed against the Chief Minister Eknath Shinde camp of the Shiv Sena by the end of this year. The court has also directed that petitions related to the split in the NCP be decided by the 31st of January next year. The three-judge bench headed by Chief Justice D.Y. Chandrachud refused to grant more time to the Speaker who had sought time until the 29th of February 2024 to complete the hearings. Justice Chandrachud said, and I quote, The sanctity of the 10th schedule must be maintained. Otherwise, we are throwing these provisions to the wind. Let the proceedings be completed by the 31st of December, unquote. Earlier on the 13th of October, the three-judge bench slammed Narvekar for reducing the anti-defection proceedings against Chief Minister Eknath Shinde and other MLAs to a charade, saying that he cannot merrily defer hearings and has to decide before the next elections. Today, suspected militants allegedly shot and killed a labourer in Pulwama. The deceased has been identified as Mukesh, a native of Uttar Pradesh. The attack has come a day after a police inspector was shot at and critically injured in Srinagar. Inspector Masroor Ahmad was fired at from point-blank range at Eidgah ground in Srinagar while he was playing cricket. Last year, 10 non-local workers, including a bank manager from Rajasthan and a teacher were killed and over a dozen injured in a series of militant attacks, mostly in South Kashmir. According to the Indian Express, the police reported that the labourer was critically injured and later succumbed to his injuries in an attack at Tumchi village of Pulwama district in South Kashmir on Monday. While this was the second such militant attack this year, it was the first time a worker from outside Jammu and Kashmir was killed in the valley this year. In a post on X, JNK police said, and I quote, Terrorists fired upon a labourer identified as Mukesh of Uttar Pradesh in Tumchi Naupura area of Pulwama, who later on succumbed to his injuries. Area cordoned off. Further details shall follow. Unquote. Listeners, artificial intelligence is increasingly shaping up our lives. Even in journalism, AI is shaping up the industry with the potential to copy edit reports, gather research and crunch data. While the future certainly lies in embracing AI, there are certain anxieties news publishers world over reckon with. 
My colleague Shiv brings you a report on media houses opting out of AI trackers. Check out his report on the News Laundry website titled AI and the Newsroom. Nine Indian media houses are opting out of AI trackers. Here's why. We're able to bring you such reports only because we are an independent news organization. We don't rely on ads, just you, our subscribers. And if you aren't one already, head on to newslaundry.com slash subscribe and choose a subscription plan of your choice. External Affairs Minister S.J. Shankar on Monday said that he met the family members of eight former Indian Navy personnel who have been sentenced to death in Qatar. Jay Shankar told the families that the government attaches highest importance to the case. The eight Indians were handed the death sentence by a court in Qatar earlier this month. A Financial Times report said they were accused of spying for Israel. The arrested Indians were identified as Captain Navteet Singhil, Captain Birendra Kumar Verma, Captain Saurabh Vashisht, Commander Amit Nagpal, Commander Purnendu Tiwari, Commander Sugnakar Pakala, Commander Sanjeev Gupta and Sailor Ragesh. They were taken into custody in August 2022. In a post on X on Monday, Jay Shankar said, and I quote, met this morning with the families of the eight Indians detained in Qatar, stressed that the government attaches the highest importance to the case, fully shared the concerns and pain of the families, unquote. Today, Israeli tanks reached the outskirts of Gaza City, cutting off important city routes. According to Al Jazeera, Heavy clashes were reported as the Israeli military engaged with Hamas forces on the ground. All communication channels in the city have been cut off. A military spokesperson from Israel has said that dozens of Hamas militants have been killed since last night. In addition, Israel claimed that it had struck 600 Hamas targets in the last 24 hours, in its heaviest attack on the enclave since the latest flare-up. Meanwhile, hostage negotiations with Hamas have been stalled, since the militant group is demanding Israel to allow fuel deliveries into Gaza. So far, the conflict has resulted in thousands of deaths and widespread destruction. Several global outfits and countries have emphasized on the need for a ceasefire, while many have termed the Israeli actions as a genocide. Soraya Ali, save the children's media manager for the Middle East, said, and I quote, We can all agree that with every airstrike and every bullet shot, a child's sense of security is ripped away from them. What we owe to the children is a ceasefire and all parties to agree to adhere to the rules of international humanitarian law. Unquote. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a good day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. News laundry is possible because of our paying subscribers. We don't run on corporate or government ads. You too can be part of changing the news model. Go to newslaundry.com slash subscription. Be a part of the community that pays to keep news independent. For the smoothest News Laundry experience, download our app. Watch our shows, listen to our podcasts, read our reports. Stay informed. Pay for news. Protect democracy. Save the world. Save the world.